Bless you. Amen. We are so happy to be able to come to you. The Lord is great and he's greatly to be praised. We magnify the great name of Jesus. We come to you reporting victory. Victory is ours because the Lamb of God have prevailed and we are sharing victory through him. Let us pray. Father, it's in the glorious name of Jesus we come before the throne. We come because we need your help. We are helpless without you. You said we can do nothing without you, and therefore we acknowledge there is nothing we can do without you. We ask now that you would bless those that are listening. If they have problems, let those problems be dissolved and solved in the name of Jesus. Let your word find a resting place in the heart of your people and let them be blessed. Let them be charged, challenged, and changed. We ask it in the matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ and for his sake. Amen. Well, tonight we want to continue our study on the tongue and on tonight, we have chosen a subject, what are you saying? What are you saying? Words determine destiny. The essence of the different picture that James uses to illustrate the functioning of the tongue in our lives is the same. The tongue is something that is small in itself, but capable of causing incalculable harm if left unchecked. Men determine their own destiny by the way they use their tongue. And I want to say here, you are where you are because of the way you've been thinking and because of the way you've been talking. Amen. Uh, we note the book of Numbers, chapter number 13, verse number 26 through 28. I'm reading from the King James text. And they went and came to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel unto the wilderness of Paran and Kadesh and brought back word unto them and unto all the congregation and shewed them the fruit of the land. And they told him and said, we came unto the land whether thou sendeth us and surely it floweth with milk and honey and this is the fruit of it. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land, and the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. When God gives you a promise, are you going to execute the promise at its face value? Are you going to execute it and then say, Nevertheless, that was the final word that caused the people to be discontent and stress. Words can make a giant unto a wimp or a wimp into a giant. 
when the Green Bay Packers football team won the Super Bowl in 1997, many people thought back on the previous era of the Packers' greatness under the leadership of Green Bay coach Vince Lombardi. One of the players on those early world championship team uh, offensive linebacker Jerry Kramer recalled this story. He said, one day during the first year I played for him, he rode me unmercifully, pointing out how slow I was, how weak I was, how stupid I was. And he convinced me by the time I dragged myself onto the locker room, I suspected I was the worst guard in the league's history. I sat in front of my locker, head down, contemplating quitting. When Lombardi came up behind me, he messed up my hair and said, son, one of these days, you are going to be the greatest guard in the league. Suddenly, I was 10 feet tall, ready to do anything for him. The tongue has awesome power to whittle other people's down to nothing or to turn them into giants capable of great things. It was Dwight David Eisenhower that said leadership is the art of getting someone else to do something that you want done because he wants to do it. All right. Amen. The power of life and death is in the tongue. So what are you saying? That's the question that we are asking on tonight. What are you saying? Concerning Israel going into the promised land, two of the spies, Caleb and Joshua, looked through the eyes of grace and saw by faith what God would do. They refused to go along with the negative attitude. Let's note the book of Numbers, chapter 13, verse 30 through 31. I'm reading from the King James text. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome. And may I say here, pause here and say, sometimes when God tells you to do something, you need to move. The longer you wait and hesitate, let me tell you, the devil will interrupt with uh, his uh, thoughts of whether you can or whether you can't. But he said, let's go up at once, for we are well able to overcome it. Verse 31, but the men that went up with him said, we be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. Let's take notice of the words that were used. Caleb said, we are well able to overcome it. The other 10 spies said, we be not able. Words, words 
but words have power. Uh, one set of the spies says the positive, we are able. The other say the negative, we are not able. As you follow the story, you will see that each group got exactly what they said. Each group's destiny was settled by their words. Numbers 14, 20 through 24, King James text saying, the Lord said, I have pardoned according to thy word, but as truly as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. Because all these men which have seen my glory and my miracles, which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness, have tempted me now these ten times and have not hearkened to my voice. Surely they shall see the lame which I swore unto their fathers. Neither shall any of them that provoke me see it. But my servant Caleb, because he has another spirit with him and has followed me fully, him will I bring unto the lane whether to he went and his seed shall possess it. By his positive confession, Caleb settled his destiny for the possession. Uh, we're reading some scripture here. I hope that you meditate on them as we go forth. Uh, look at the 14th chapter in the 26th verse. He said, and the Lord spoke to Moses and said unto Aaron, saying, how long shall I bear with this evil congregation, which murmur against me? I have heard the murmuring of the children of Israel, which they murmured against me. Say unto them, as truly as I live, saith the Lord, as ye have spoken in my ear, so will I do to you. Your caucuses shall fall in the wilderness, and all that were numbered of you, according to your own number, for twenty years old and upward, which have murmured against me. Doubtless ye shall not come unto the land concerning which I swore to make you dwell therein, save Caleb and the son of Jephunneh and Joshua the son of Nahum. But your little ones, which ye said should not be, shall be a prey, them will I bring in, and they shall know the land which ye have despised. But as for you, your caucuses shall fall in this wilderness. You see, when you don't agree with God, God said that's evil. Amen. So when God says something, amen, he's not a man that he should lie, nor is he the son of man that he should repent. And as we notice the words, as you have spoken in my ear, you got to remember Every word that you speak goes into the ears of God. Let me say that one more time. Every word that you speak goes into the ear of God. 
He says, so will I do to you. God is saying, in effect, you have sown what I will do to you by the words that you have spoken. So let us remember that. They sell their own death. They spoke words of death and death was the outcome. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. How much clearer could that be illustrated? The men that spoke negatively, they settled for death. The men that spoke positively received life. They set their own destiny by what they spoke. The one that says, we are not able, we're not able. The one that says we are able was able. And so you got to realize when you speak out of your mouth, words have consequences. So what are you saying? What are you saying? In the New Testament, our experience as children is directly compared to Israel in the Old Testament. We are warned that the same lesson applies to us. Note in the New Testament, in the book of Hebrews, chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. Let us therefore fear, lest a promise being left us of entering unto his rest, any of you shall seem to come short of it. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them, but the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. So it's not just enough for you to hear the word of God. You must mix that with faith. Faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You got to mix it up. And when you mix what God said with the faith that's coming to you, you are going to get a result. The same promise that God gave to Israel still stands for us. A promise of entering unto the rest of God. We must be careful that we do not fall short of it in the same way that they did in the Old Testament. Their problem was they heard the message, a promise that God had made them, but they added that one fatal word, nevertheless. And I'm wondering, brothers and sisters, are you adding anything to God's word? Because he says what he means and he means what he said. Don't add to it and don't take away from it. These guys went there, had grapes on their shoulders. So uh, one pack of the grape was so big, took two men to carry it on a stick. And all they could say was, nevertheless. <laughs> May I say here, the enemy right now, is keeping something for you. Now, you know that God didn't leave that lame vacant. The enemy was there. There's somebody in here right now that, 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 that I'm talking to. The enemy is holding your stuff and keeping it safe for you. So when it's time for you to enter in, you are going to be able to enter in. Amen. Without any problem. Somebody is cultivating the ground. Somebody is keeping it right. Why? Because God is about to move you into your promised land. 
instead of them focusing on the promise of God and the and boldly confessing their faith in God's promises and power, they focused on the negative. They looked at the giants and the walled city. They said, we are not able. Thank God for the two men who had the faith and the courage to say, we are well able. I want you to say right now, say it three times. We are well able. We are well able. We are well able. Amen. When God makes you a promise, he already knows the size of your giants. He knows the price of the house, the price of the business. He only asks you to agree with him. The question is, what are you saying? The word of God conceived in the human spirit, formed by the human tongue, and spoken out of the mouth became creative power. Let me say it one more time. The word of God conceived in the human spirit, formed by the tongue, and spoken out of the mouth become creative power. Amen. We are made in God's image. When God wanted something done, he spoke. And this is what he said in the New Testament. He said, uh, you got a mountain in your way, he said, you can speak to this mountain. He said, don't just walk up to the mountain and think about it. Speak to this mountain. Tell that mountain, be moved, and the mountain will move. Amen. But you got to open your mouth. And what we got to do, you read that word, you meditate in the word of God. But you must give voice to the word of God. You must give voice to the word of God. Remember, it was just a word with God. He created the galaxies with just a word. He formed the mighty ocean with just a word. In the book of Isaiah 42 and 12, we're talking about they ascribe to Jehovah honor. I'm reading from the Young's literal translation. They describe to Jehovah honor and his praise in the aisle they declare. Jehovah as a mighty one goeth forth. As a man of wall, he stirreth up zeal. He crieth, yea, he shrinks and against his enemy, he showeth himself mighty. What? Are you saying, amen? Do you believe God? Are you saying what he said? What do you mean? Uh, no, no, no. All you got to do is say what he said. He takes people that are small and move great mountains. That's the kind of God that we serve. You are a candidate for God. Not because of what you have, but because of what you don't have. 
Paul picked it up in the New Testament and said, you see, brother, not too many noble, not many wise, not many rich, but God have chosen the low things that God can get the glory. God want to do great things so he can get the glory. And when God does it, nobody else can take it. God gets the glory. So what are you saying? Are you saying I step out on nothing and declare everything? What are you saying? I have a history with the Lord. Some of y'all got a history with God. You can say when I was sick with cancer, he healed me. Oh my God. God has given you something that you can have something to say. When I was laid off one job, he had another waiting. I've heard some of the testimonies of the saints of God that told me that when they laid me off on one job, amen, I had another job to go through. Amen. And what a blessing that was. When I came to the end of my rope, he put a knot in it so I wouldn't slip off. I know that some of you are going up against some large obstacles. But look at what David said in 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse number 37. This is what he said. And David said unto Saul, thy servant kept his father's sheep. And there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out against him. I smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he rose up against me, I caught him by the beard and smote him and slew him. Then he said, thy servant slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them seeing he have defied the army of the living God. David said, moreover, the Lord shall deliver me out of the paws of the lion and out of the paws of the bear. He will deliver me out of the hands of this Philistine. Whatever you're going through now, go back and rehearse what God has done for you in the past. God you delivered me out of this. And then when you look at what you're going through right now, and you're going to deliver me out of that. You see, God get the praise when you have that confidence in God. The, the best way to please God is to have that confidence in him. God does not lie. Hebrews said it's impossible for God to lie. So my friend, what are you saying? Goliath must fall. Some of you got some great things in your life that's hindering you. Goliath must fall. Goliath might be a job. It might be a deal that you have. Goliath might be some habits that you have acquired. But Goliath must fall. If you say the right thing to Goliath, God will make that thing come true 
and you will be able to defeat that Goliath. Look at Joshua chapter 23, verses 8 through 13, amplified. But claim to the Lord your God as you have done this day. For the Lord have driven out from before you great and strong nation. And as for you, no man have been able to sustain you to this day. One man of you put to flight a thousand. It is the Lord your God who fights for you. And he, as he has promised you, be strong, watchful of yourself, careful to love the Lord your God. But if you turn back and adhere to the remnant of these nations left among you and make marriage with them and marry your wives and they yours, know with certainty that the Lord your God will not continue to drive these nations from before you, but they shall be snares and traps to you and a scourge to your side and thorns in your eyes until you perish from off the good land which the Lord your God have given you. People of God, get hungry for that word. If you want a promotion, get in the word of God and stay there. Give voice to the word of God. Get hungry for God. It was David that cried out in Psalms 130 and verse 130, the entrance of thy word giveth light. It giveth understanding to the simple. And David got that word, so I'm going to know what I'm going to say. I'm going to say what God said. And he opened his mouth and started repeating what God said. When he got hungry, he said, amen, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The young lion may lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. And when the enemy is all around you, he said, though I walk through the valleys of the shadows of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Thou art with me. You notice the words that's coming out of his mouth. They're coming out of his mouth. What is he saying? He is saying what God said. One shall chase a thousand. Two shall put 10,000 to flight because that's what God said. What are you saying? What are, what are you saying when you get sick? <laughs> oh my God. What are you saying when it seems you are in lack? What are you saying when your children get out of control? What are you saying about your new future? What are you saying when you are presented with an opportunity beyond your skill? What are you saying when it seems that God is not near? What are you saying when it seems like you are being Overlooked for your promotion. What are you saying when it seems like your enemies are winning? And you know how that is. Look like the more you try, the more behind. But hey, man, I am a winner. 
Sometimes when it seems as if you're losing, you got to open your mouth and say, I'm a winner. Just saying anyhow. Sometimes, amen, the mind is saying one thing, but amen, the words that come out of my mouth is going to be the word of God. I know what it seemed like, but I am a winner. Confess the word of God because the Bible said he will hasten his words to perform it. What are you saying when God delayed the answer to your prayer? Amen. Somebody said he may not come when you want him, but he'll always be on time. But meanwhile, what are you saying when somebody come to you? Don't get this curse of what you're doing. I'm waiting on God. He has never failed me because when you say that, God get the glory. What are you saying when it seems like you are too old for your calling? Honey, God knows how old you were when he called you. What are you saying? What are you saying to God? What are you saying to yourself? What are you saying to others? What are you saying to the devil? What in your life right now that is a result of what you have spoken? When I look around, I can see so much in my life I can contribute to what I said. Didn't have the money, didn't have the mean, but I spoke the word of God and God brought it to pass. What are you saying? Watch your daily conversation. Read the word so you'll know the word and can say the word. Speak the word only. And as you speak the word, you'll see the manifestation of God coming and breaking forth in your life. Speak healing. Speak deliverance. Amen. Remember, it ain't you know how God is the one that's come perform it. Your words will not fall to the ground if you speak what God says. As we say often say numbers that God is not a man that he should lie, nor is he the son of men that he should repent. Have he said it? Will he not perform it? Watch, what are you saying? If you got a bunch of people around you, all they want to gossip and run people down, get out of the midst of them. Get with somebody that's speaking positive words. Because a lot of times when people feel bad, they want to get around people that going to make them feel good. Why? Because they're going to talk about everybody else that's doing bad. Now they realize all they're doing is going down a hole. You find somebody who's speaking the word of God. Stay with them. Speak positive, And God will do great things for you. Dr. Cop said on Sunday, you are expensive. God didn't bring you out of drugs, out of all the things that you were in, out of wickedness, just for you just to be a Christian and that's it. God loves you with an everlasting love. And you got to believe that the hand of the Lord are upon you to do you good. He didn't bring you this far to leave you. Friends of mine, if you can open your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ right now, he forgives sin. He will wash you. He'll make you whole.
again. Open your heart to him. Lord, I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins. Now I want you to come into my life. I honor you as my Lord and my Savior. Come in and fill me with your spirit in Jesus' name. Pray that prayer. Give us a call. Amen. God want to do some great things in store for you. You are loved by God. And he will do great things for you. Open your mouth. For with the heart man believeth, with the mouth confession is made. What are you saying? Until next time, the Lord bless you. Real good is our prayer in Jesus' name.